This is The Way, and I'm your host, Steve Lascalzo. It's our June 2021 Star Wars news update. We started our podcast because of The Mandalorian, but in between seasons, we've been trying to bring you updates to keep our podcast in your feed and keep you informed. 157 days till Christmas, well, at least from Wednesday, July 21st, It's likely that the Book of Boba Fett releases before Christmas, but until a date is announced, that's the one we're going to track, especially since it's a joyous holiday. It is not the next Star Wars content coming out, though. Star Wars Visions, an anime take on Star Wars, will hit the Disney Plus streaming service on September 22nd. It will be a mix of canonical and non-canonical stories told from the point of views of several different Japanese artists and animation studios, titles like the Ninth Jedi, The Elder, The Twins, 2B1, and Tatooine Rhapsody have been revealed. If you like that style of animation, this will be right up your alley. In the meantime, episodes of The Bad Batch Season 1 continue to become available each Friday morning. Released to recap of the first half of Season 1 in June, Episode 36 of This is the Way podcast, as a matter of fact. And it should be the episode preceding this one and just after our June update. Speaking of upcoming shows, there was a recent addition to the Disney Plus schedule for the Disney Gallery show that shares behind-the-scenes looks at production. A new episode will be made available on August 25th, highlighting the Season 2 finale, which happened to be the one bringing Luke Skywalker and Grogu together. The previous episode of Disney Gallery skipped over the finale in large part, probably, you know, because this was in the works. It will most likely feature the technical processes and technology needed to bring the Return of the Jedi version of Luke back, as well as discussions with creators who helped bring Luke to us at the height of his skill and power with a lightsaber. The episode capped off a fantastic sophomore season for the show, and we're not the only ones who think so. 24 Emmy nominations, tying it with the crown for most nominations this year, and that show is also fantastic. The show is up for outstanding drama against the likes of The Crown and The Boys, Giancarlo Esposito is up for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama for his portrayal of Moff Gideon. Timothy Oliphant and Carl Weathers are up against each other for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Drama. John Favreau and Dave Filoni are up against each other for Outstanding Writing for a Drama Series. Outstanding Cinematography, Sound Editing, Sound Mixing, Casting, Production Design, Special Visual Effects, Stunt Coordination, Stunt Performance, Single Camera Picture Editing, Fantasy Sci-Fi Costuming, Hairstyling and prosthetic makeup are just a few of the other categories that are getting Emmy nominations for The Mandalorian Season 2. And Jon Favreau is nominated for Outstanding Director for Chapter 9's The Marshal, with Ludwig Gornson a nominee for Outstanding Music Composition for a series. And man, it would be great to see those two guys win. The one bad thing standing in the way of some of the nominees is that they're up against each other a lot of times, so multiple nominees for the same categories. The Emmys airs Sunday, September 19th on CBS. And the daytime Emmy winners were announced just a few days ago. The Clone Wars final season won for Outstanding Sound Mixing and Sound Editing for a daytime animated program and was nominated for two others but did not win. What about season three? Well, there's a report that The Mandalorian season three is now under production, but it's not well sourced. It is possible, but the volume soundstage with giant screens that the show helped popularize are, well, popular now. Even if it's in production, it won't air until 2022, although it does look like 
it might be spring of next year. A publishing company's memo on key selling points for an upcoming release of a graphic novel say that the show will be available in the spring. That book, The Mandalorian Boba Fett Returns, is from Random House Disney, and it's set to go on sale on January 4th of 2022. Boba! The book of Boba Fett may be in mid-season by that time, and Temuera Morrison, who plays the title character in Alpha Clone of Django, proving to be a nice source of information so far. In interviews, he's revealed that Robert Rodriguez, the showrunner, is indeed also going to direct, but he's going to be joined by John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and Bryce Dallas Howard. If each only got one episode, that would only be four. I hope that's not the case, but that does seem to be a trend for Disney Plus series, uh, very, very short seasons. IMDb still has seven episodes listed, but you know that can't be trusted completely, and Perhaps Rodriguez would at least have two, maybe the first and the last, maybe another. There are other episode directors from The Mandalorian. Rick Famuyiwa, Carl Weathers, Peyton Reed, Taika Waititi, and Deborah Chow, who we wouldn't mind helming an episode or two. Reed, though, is already working on the Marvel Studios multiverse movie Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania that comes out in 2023. Waititi is definitely busy with Thor, Love and Thunder in post-production right now. And Chow has her hands full with the Obi-Wan Limited series. Speaking of, it's coming out in 2022, and though at one point we thought it would probably be before The Mandalorian Season 3, perhaps now it might come later in the year, and an actor may have revealed some details about the show in an interview. Rotten Tomatoes spoke with Sung Kang, and from what he says, he's scenes with Darth Vader and multiple Jedi. I think this might mean... We're going to see Inquisitors. Almost definitely the Grand Inquisitor, right? Since he was alive during Season 1 of the Rebels. But also, you know, we might see the purging of the Jedi on the run from Order 66. It might be just something like that for Kenobi to get involved and endanger the Lars family and Luke on Tatooine. What if, and this is speculation of course, what if Obi-Wan has to silence or even kill a panicked Jedi or more likely former Jedi who might give away his secret or his hiding place. Wow. What if it's someone like Quinlan Voss, who had been known to hang out on Tatooine? What if Kenobi comes into contact with a potential Inquisitor recruit? What if all that leads to the showdown we suspect with him and Vader, years before their final meeting on the Death Star? What if this finally explains why he was once the learner and now the master? When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Only a master of evil, Kenobi isn't the only show in production, and or is still filming, and new pictures have been revealed on Twitter of outdoor sets in the Scottish Highlands near the Kruikan Dam. That structure happens to be the main tourist draw for the area, owing to some mining and drilling records set when a power station was put into part of the mountain that was hollowed out for that purpose. Sounds pretty exciting, but now a turbo laser and watchtower can be seen, and if they leave those up, well, they'll probably even get more visits. Yeah? Good. There's more Star Wars coming in the future, but not all of it coming soon. Like Lando, the limited series that, like Obi-Wan, is going to be a short one-and-done season. 
Unlike some of the other shows we know are coming or we know won't be coming, like Rangers of the New Republic because it's not under production anymore, we've heard nothing about Lando, including whether any of the characters of Solo will reprise roles, even just as cameos. I mean, we're assuming that Donald Glover is going to play Lando, but that's all we really assume right now. The latest no news news is that Amelia Clark says she hasn't been contacted at all. That's not great news if you're hoping to see more of Kira or a second solo movie. I'm on my way. Kira, you and I will be working much more closely from now on. Another show that we have news of is Acolyte, a High Republic Sith-focused show toward the end of that High Republic phase, perhaps setting in motion the chain of events that leads to Darth Plagueis and eventually Darth Sidious. Filming on the show is slated for London in 2022 with Leslie Headland as the showrunner, and everything I see her do and say makes me cringe with Ryan Johnson-esque fear. Her liking the prequels and being inspired by them makes sense if this is supposed to proceed it, coming as it does before the fall of the Republic. Indeed, setting in motion those things, maybe even being the Darth Plagueis Sidious origin story, you know, under the title of Acolyte. However, she hired someone with no previous Star Wars knowledge to get an outside take on Star Wars and cites her favorite version of Star Wars as the RPGs because, quote, you get to make up your own Star Wars. I get it. You can hire people who don't know Star Wars, that's fine, but you don't advertise that fact, and you certainly don't make excuses for it. Is she confident? Perhaps. But she's the wrong kind of confidence. She sounds way too much like Ryan Johnson, and I get it. There are people who actually do like The Last Jedi, but it is unlike any of the other Star Wars movies. It is the most un-Star Wars-like movie of all the other Star Wars-like movies. If you put one through nine in order... Eight stands out like a sore thumb. You could say it, you love it, but it's different. Now, I do want to say, you're free to love her stuff, and, you know, I was on the Ryan Johnson bandwagon before The Last Jedi. No social media swayed me at all. I wanted to like The Last Jedi, and I was excited for it. As with everything, though, I'm going to reserve judgment on Acolyte until I see it. But for now... I have a very wary eye on this one, and it's because of what the showrunner is doing. You're fulfilling your destiny. Having recently finished our companion podcast's discussions of episodes 1 through 6 of Loki on This is the Way Phase 4, I can tell you I'm very excited that Michael Waldron, showrunner of Loki and a Dan Harmon Rick and Morty disciple, is not only writing the next Doctor Strange movie, He's also reported to be writing Kevin Feige's entry in the Star Wars universe. Unlike Headland, Feige has the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe to his credit. If he's a fan of Star Wars and wants to do something and has an idea, his is the only fan fiction that I'm signing myself up to watch. Whatever the project might be, it's not even in the planning stages yet. Probably more like the brainstorming phase, but we're excited for that. What? I'm also interested in Rogue Squadron, the Patty Jenkins movie that's slated for a December 22nd, 2023 release. It's going to focus on pilots, maybe like a Top Gun in space or something. Maybe even more ambitious. While we now know who is writing it, 
Matthew Robinson, and the production designer, Aline Bonetto. We don't know what it's about yet, but that's something that Patty Jenkins apparently can do freely. Reportedly, since it's set after Rise of Skywalker, there's nothing but clear space in front of her to make up what she will, and she's been working on it since sometime in 2020. It may actually already have the story set, and it just needs Robinson to finish a script. Presumably then, it'll get line for shooting in the volume. Since she's related to real-life fighter pilots, this seems like something right up her alley. And speaking of X-Wings, Poe Dameron's fighter from The Rise of Skywalker will apparently go on display at the National Air and Space Museum in 2022. It's not as if they've lost their minds. It's not real. We know it. But museums sometimes point out the intersection between art and science and how sometimes real-life inventions are inspired by fiction. So if we've got cell phones based on recorders from Star Trek, maybe we'll have planes based on X-Wings at some point in the future. Two more small pieces of news. If you're a gamer and play Star Wars The Old Republic, you're getting excited for a new expansion to the game called Legacy of the Sith. SWOTOR is celebrating its 10th anniversary this December, making it a really old game and a success if you know how rare it is for MMORPGs to last that long. You know, World of Warcraft is an exception, not the rule. The expansion will kick off the celebration in December of this year and include five more levels for characters, a new combat style system, a new planet, and I'm positive, tons of purchasable cosmetic items. EA Play is set to make an official announcement on the 22nd of July that's tomorrow, as of the recording of this podcast. Just one more thing. And last but not least, action figure collectors, raise your voices, send your tweets. We absolutely love that Dave Filoni is getting his character from The Mandalorian released as a Hasbro Black Series figure. Trapper Wolf was a fun Easter egg of a character, along with Deborah Chow and Rick Famuyiwa in Season 1's Chapter 6. I would argue that Trapper's second turn in Chapter 10 was also fun, but maybe, just maybe, because of his captain. Let's see if we can get Paul Sonjung Lee's Carson Tiva released as well. I will admit that this is likely just as much as in recognition of Filoni's work in the universe, or rather, more likely a function of his creative influences in things like The Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance, The Bad Batch, The Mandalorian, probably just about everything else now that he's, of course, an executive creative director, as we reported last month. But man, wouldn't it be exciting if we could see Captain Carson Tiva also as an action figure? I need you to send us a ping. That's all the news I have for you today and this month. Send us feedback. Twitter at This Is The Way Pod. Instagram, this is the way pod, or Facebook.com slash this is the way pod. Email us at this is the way podcast at gmail.com. And we're going to continue to collect the news and release more podcasts between now and the book of Boba Fett, including a recap of the Bad Batch season one second half coming in August. So stay tuned to our channel for that and the August news update. I'm your host, Steve Lascalzo, and this is the way. And may the force be with you always.